Something random is recorded in front of an undead studio audience. We're getting there. Ready? Hello. Action. No. No. Yeah, I'm not there yet. Oh, you. What's going it's, on? It's it's happening. I don't know. And welcome Hell to the no. Something Random Podcast, where sometimes we talk about movies, sometimes we talk about television, but we always talk about something random. I'm your host, Charles Joseph Kelly. And I'm your co-host, Michael C. Macbeth, and back there is my car. It is. <laughs> hey, everybody. I'm Joel. It's nice to be back. It is nice to be back. It's been a couple weeks. Actually, it's been three weeks since we really uh, recorded the podcast. We, no, took two. Some, we took some yeah, time Yeah, we took off. some time. Just, yeah. you know, a little break. Refresh. So we're doing things differently now. So if you are listening to the podcast, as always, this is going up Wednesday mornings. Uh, but we're also doing this as a live show Monday nights at 8 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. And those hardcore fans can look for discrepancies and things that we cut from the live show to put in our actual podcast. Michael thinks that we're actually going Easter to be eggs. cutting things out now. So that's going to be great. So anyways, oh. gentlemen, how are you doing? How's everything going? How is life? I haven't seen you in what feels like almost a month. It's yeah. good. Going good. Mm-hmm. It's been a couple of weeks. Yes, it has. Oh, yeah. What are I you mean, up to, Michael? I've been doing a lot of traveling. Um, it was back in February that I went to Florida, but uh, went to Las Vegas a mm. week and a half ago. Yeah. Last wages for your birthday. <laughs> for your birthday, a little late birthday celebration. It was awesome. Saw Cirque du Soleil. Went to the Titanic Ooh. exhibit. Ooh. Did a little bit of gambling. Ooh. Sat at the pool. Ooh. Um, ate some good food. Ooh. Ooh. It was fun. fun uh, good food or great food? Most of it was. Good food. Some of it was great food. Mm. Um, and we drank some drinks. Drank a lot of drinks. Cocktails. Drank yeah. the drinks. Drank the drinks. Joel, what have you been up to? I went on a little uh, getaway as well. But I didn't go. I just went to Beaver Creek. Mm. Beaver went up, Creek. Mm-hmm, went up and had a little, had a spa day and a massage and like mm. chill out in the steam room and all kinds of stuff. Got a pedicure, like fancy schmancy pedicure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you get, do we get to see your toes? Well, I'll show you later. Okay. But, uh, and um, so I was up there for three or four days, which was very nice. And I've um, been working other than that, been painting stuff. I know it's a surprise. Wow. I'm painting. I finished up Man of La Mancha, and okay. I am now working on The Little Mermaid, which is a lot funner colors than Man of La Mancha, because uh, yes. that was all brown and gray, and this is all pink and purple and blue. So. Yeah, I just saw Man of La Mancha. It was really well done. Um, I, I couldn't see much of the set because the lighting was very dark, no, but it's dark. the aesthetic yeah. was good. Mm, okay. That's the idea. Yeah. Okay. I like it. I dig it. All right. So anyways, gentlemen, what have mm-hmm. you been watching this week? Ooh. Watching or listening, because I've got one of each. Ooh, so, okay. um, first of all, watching. So, you know, we're we're pretty big uh, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend fans, right, at least right, on right, right. this um, two-thirds <laughs> of the table. And I rented at Redbox the straight-to-DVD B-list film, Most Likely to Murder. Okay. Um, I, I've with, seen trailers for this yeah, everywhere. with Rachel Bloom in it. I, I don't know if it came out recently. It... <sighs> I, for the first time in quite a while, I think it's been like a year at least since I have not finished watching a movie that I rented. Right. <laughs> really? I just couldn't get into it. Oh, okay. And it bummed me out because I love Rachel Bloom. Yeah. Um, the cast yeah. seemed fun, but it just wasn't yeah. anything worthwhile. What was? What, what didn't like you like about it? 
it just it just moved so slowly and i i i i don't know i think that maybe my attention span has dropped in recent weeks because i just seem to have no tolerance for slow-moving stories mm. anymore. I okay. don't know why. But you're also watching Westworld, which is super slow-moving. Yes and you, no. Okay, you like slow-moving, well-told stories. It's yes. not a problem with slow-moving. Well, it's a problem with poor stellar And we've, we've talked about this. We've, we've you know, given each other notes um, on multiple occasions, and my main one is that I talk slowly and deliberately, and I'm trying to work on that a little bit for <laughs> mm. the sake of our listeners. You have been. And I can tell. Listeners. Like, I can tell you noticed it the first time you did it, and you're like, oh, crap. <laughs> We're back into it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, I, I'm all about telling a story slowly if there's actually a story to be told and I just didn't feel like there was much to the story there okay um, anyways uh, so didn't finish that so I don't have much else to say about it <laughs> but what I did finish <laughs> was the audio <laughs> go ahead it's been, I can't, I, it's been weeks I haven't been able to make fun of you in a, a good amount of time Do you just uh, need to get it all out of your system yeah it's, yeah. it's, it's still there okay well, um, I listened to the audiobook um, Son of a Witch, which is the sequel to the original book, Wicked, that the Broadway musical was based upon. Okay. Um, I loved the book. I read that when I was like 17. Um, I own the book still and, and really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. The Son of a Witch is kind of the sequel, and it tries to still follow the Oz canon. Um, like... When you say canon, is there an actual canon involved? Because that there, sounds like an L. Frank Baum thing. At some point, yeah, yeah, because there there is a lot of like war story type stuff going on. Um, but basically, it's this guy who's not even sure if he's actually Alphaba's son, um, and he he actually leaves the castle with Dorothy and all the other people and travels with them to the Emerald City. Mm-hmm. They leave him behind when they go to see the wizard and then he never hears from Dorothy again and, you know, um, the scarecrow is suddenly very smart. And it, <laughs> it wasn't an incredibly compelling story and I think that, you know, Wicked... Wasn't either. It it was decent, but... Oh, stop. A, you always a, gotta pick on Wicked. Yeah. As a, as a prequel, as a setup to a bigger story that is more well-known... That has its own sort of excitement to it. A sequel to a sort of prequel, in between quill. I don't know. <laughs> in it, just, it was it was based on what the fans wanted, and it it. I don't think it flew very well. <laughs> <laughs> it's because it the wicked not, witch of the west not defy gravity. In, in, ah, in, it's in, funny because the song. Oh, but oh. Uh, furthermore. Um, the only audiobook that I could find was read by the author, Greg McGuire, Gregory McGuire, and I had this experience also with series of unfortunate events, and I just haven't found an author who can narrate their own book well. Uh, it, it bummed me out, and um, one of his character voices legit sounded like a mix between Sam the Eagle and Admiral Akbar. Okay. okay. Uh, no, no, I need to hear it. It um, has to happen. Okay. It's a trap. An American trap. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. That was good. That was good. That was good. Not bad. So, so that was that was my experience with Son of a Witch. Wouldn't recommend the audiobook. Maybe reading it it would be better. I don't know. I hated the book of Wicked. Like honestly, the 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 whole story. Like the fact that what's his face, the the guy who turns into the Scarecrow in the 
show isn't doesn't turn into Scarecrow in the book, if I'm not mistaken. He dies like mysteriously through the yeah. So the um the Scarecrow, the Tin Man, and the Lion are all just it, it's just a fantasy that Elphaba invents for herself because she's so lonely. Yeah. In the book. Yeah. She's like, oh, what if what if that okay. Scarecrow were actually Fiero? Or something. I don't know. Yeah, that, it, it was... Yeah, it was rough. It was trying to be poetic, and it, eh. it just didn't work. And I mean, like, the whole thing is, like, it would happen, and then they wouldn't talk about it at all right. through the rest of the book. It's just like, and then he died, and then we're on to the next thing. <laughs> which, I, which I do prefer with prequels. When you're when you're dealing with a prequel, I, I don't like it being, like, you know, rushed, as in um, Revenge of the Sith, you know, where it's okay. like, okay, okay, um, oh, name these kids real quick. Luke, Leia, ah, dead. Okay, now... <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> How was that again? Yeah, yeah. No, I get it. <laughs> Dead. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to make that my new ringtone. So that's, that's what I got. <laughs> Joel? So nothing really floated your boat this week? Not really, unfortunately. <laughs> no. uh, I have, uh, for those who are, haven't heard, I'm still going through this list of movies that I've never seen. And um, I am having a lot of fun with that, and I recommend that you guys do it too, that you just put together a list of movies that you've heard things about or haven't actually yeah. and watch those and I've been because I I tend to watch the same movies over and over and over and over yep. and instead of doing that I've been watching movies that I've never seen and so I have a little list here All right. so I watched Terms of Endearment and it was great yeah it's great best picture 1983 mm-hmm. I think oh, okay. great movie Shirley MacLaine check it out nice. um, I saw this in the theater but I don't remember it it's Tales from the Crypt presents Demon Knight so I rewatched that and it was um, about what I expected, about kind of what I remember. <laughs> yeah. Not, you know, you know, special effects of the early 90s. So, sure. You know. That's better than rewatching something and being like, oh, I, I used to think it was better. Yeah, or, yeah. I really didn't remember much about it, but it was okay. Um, you might not believe this one. Fletch, I've never seen, so I finally watched it. Nice. Um, it was great. It's hilarious. Uh, Chevy Chase is great, obviously. That was that was like his prime into Chevy Chase. right into the uh, the early 80s that was when he was doing his best stuff I think young not racist Chevy Chase is my favorite and, Chevy Chase yeah, and I think or he's he, probably still racist when he was younger yeah yeah. let's, let's just say that <laughs> oh I just I wasn't know anything about that then. but um, yeah <laughs> it was great some, like uh, in the set of community he said some very racist stuff against his his uh, co-stars oh Oof, like Chevy and not Pierce yeah Chevy Chase oh okay yeah Oh, yeah. Wow. Thanks. I didn't know that. Yeah, me um, I also watched 12 Angry Men. Now, there's two versions of this movie. There's the, there's the older one from, I think it's from the 50s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I watched the newer one. It? The older oh, one, okay. um, I couldn't find anywhere. I wanted to watch that one. I can't find uh, The newer one has, uh, yeah, Jack Lemmon and uh, a bunch of people. You've probably seen James Gandolfini's in it. Mm. Michael T. Williamson nice. is awesome in it. Um, and it was great. Edward James almost is one of my favorite mm. actors. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I recommend that as well. And... Yeah. The new version of the Stepford Wives, which with Nicole Kidman is great. Yeah, it's loved so, it. Matthew now, Broderick. Yeah, and I read this book. I read it when I was in middle school, so I like kind of remember what it was about, but I didn't remember what happened because I was in middle school for one thing, and I didn't really read books that well or thoroughly back then. So, but great movie, loved it. Um, awesome um, special effects that they did and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Glenn Close is great, and Bette Midler was probably my favorite She's part great. of the movie. Yeah, she was awesome. Uh huh. Um, that was it for movies, but 
I do want to say I watched SNL with Donald Glover, and he was also yes. the musical guest, he Childish Gambino. So Which, how often does that happen, by the way? I, I don't not watch a lot. a lot of SNL. Not a ton. It's happened here and there. Where the, did where Taylor the, Swift do it? Um, maybe. I think Ariana Grande did it. Okay. I could be wrong. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, but, but if anyone can pull off wearing two hats, it's... Garth, I Garth Brooks did it when he was doing that alternate ego thing and it was kind of dumb but uh childish gambino (laughs) this is the first time i've like actually enjoyed the musical part of snl Mm. like a lot as in rewinding it and watching it again right it was was very diverse too and he did like different genres each time it was so cool and he's really funny yeah He's oh, yeah. hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you I haven't love watched that. Community, have you? No, I haven't. I, I've seen a couple of episodes yeah, from the first season. But yeah, so it's great. I mean, it's one of those shows that are just—it's going to be timeless. Yeah. yeah. And then um, I just wanted to say that Brock Myers back season two. I talked about it when it was on before. That's the one with Hank Azaria, where he plays the sports announcer and he talks like this all the time, and he's Hank actually uh, an alcoholic and a cocaine addict. But. Uh, <laughs> It, season two just started. Oh my god, it's hilarious! I'm so glad it's back. I've I seen trailers think... for it where the like the mascot is trying to drink a beer and he just pours. <laughs> He's like, okay, try to drink that. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't think it was coming back, so I was thrilled to see it. Just it just showed up on my DVR, and I was like, oh, I guess I never got rid of that. So anyway, yeah, I'm happy. About That's awesome. Oh, no. Awesome. What about you? What'd you watch? I have been watching. I've, I've watched a lot, okay. uh, but I'm gonna go just blaze through things. Uh, Arrested Development season four. They remixed. Uh, the entire season four, they recut everything and re-edited everything to re-release it before releasing season five, which comes out in a couple weeks. Um, and it's so good. They're the <laughs> re they call it the remix. Yeah, uh, and it's awesome. I highly recommend rewatching it if you haven't watched it yet. So I did watch the first episode. Yes, in season four, and I I agree. It's it's definitely an improvement. Yes, it's it's more like what the original show was, which is very very nice. Um, still has some of the main problems like. The fact that none of the characters were around each other a lot of the times, it's, that's problematic. But, you know, you can't re-edit people being together when they're not in scenes. <laughs> um, I also watched Dear White People, and I want to talk about this one. Okay. Uh, have you guys watched any of Dear White People? I started it, and I You're Not a big stopped. fan? <laughs> I, I started it, and I was like, I don't think I'm going to get this. Right. So, I love this show. Okay. Um for a lot of reasons that a lot of people may be angry about. And I, I kind of mentioned this on Facebook, how I was going to potentially call some people out because what the show does is it does a really good job on calling out the fake woke people that fake woke, fake woke people who are <laughs> armchair activists. Like we know who I'm, I won't name specific names. Yeah, don't, <laughs> but it does have a tendency of calling those specific kinds of people out okay. that say that they're super woke, but they do <laughs> woke in quotations, uh, but doing things that are kind of against that. And it's really cool to see all sides of the, the race story, mm-hmm. especially in season two, they really like hone in on, a lot of different aspects of it and make it so it's not like anybody's specifically wrong. There are some people who are wrong in the show, but a lot of the points of view come from a a place of trying to understand each other, which is really, really, really cool and something that I think is very important for us to to do. So I highly recommend it. I might try it again. When I looked at it before, I was kind of tired (laughs) yep i get it um and it's also gorgeous it's absolutely gorgeous everything that's shot is has just very very 
um, soft shadows. Everything is this beautiful, like, oranges and browns and reds. So it has that very, like, warm hues to everything. And it is, I, I love it. Cool. Like, all right. Yeah, and that's that's right. pretty much all. I'll, I've got, like, a bunch of other stuff, but that's that's what I'll kind of leave on. Dig it. All Dig right. it. So we have a question from someone. Awesome. Mm-hmm. One of our listeners. Yes, indeed. And um, it goes like this. <laughs> This is, you know, in quotes. I'm so tired of mid-roll ads on Facebook. Okay. How do you all feel about this? Is there a way for me to avoid them? I So I hate watching a 30-second Facebook video, right? Jumping into a 30-second Facebook video and having a 15-second ad in the middle of it is mm. so per- – like, I, there's no purpose to it. Why Why am I doing this? Why, 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 why? I mean, clearly somebody did some statistical work. And and saw that like a lot of people don't pay attention when it's at the beginning of the video, mm-hmm. and so they're like, well, let's just interrupt things mid sentence, mid word, even, and just no regard for what's happening in the video, and if there's an emotional journey, let's just hit that ad, and you have to watch it if you want to see the rest of the video. It's kind of akin to um, what happens in the newspaper when they continue an article, you know, it's like, and then the jury arrived to a verdict of continue on page 34. <laughs> then you have to flip through a yeah. hundred ads. Yeah, no, it's, it's so problematic. And, um, I, I hate it. Joel, I know you don't really have to deal with this. Well, I, I'm not on Facebook, but I do have Instagram and Snapchat and I use YouTube and they're Snapchat, all there too. Yeah. Well, I mean like it's not necessarily like mid-roll ads, but no, Snapchat but YouTube, has gotten bad But YouTube ads. does do mid-roll ads. Mm-hmm. And if I'm with a voice student and I'm using YouTube, which I do because sometimes they're like, I want to sing this. And then so we go and find a YouTube video and yeah, it's a free service, but um, it's obnoxious. Yeah. I go to listen to oh, yeah. a, a, a track for a song that um, someone wants to sing, and we have to skip through an ad. It's just, it stinks. Um, yeah. And Instagram's gotten bad to where if you're scrolling through Instagram posts, you'll look at two from your friends, and then there's an ad, and then two from your friends, and then there's an ad. It's like, holy smokes, can we, again, it's a free service, yeah, right. but give me a break. Well, and, and that's the thing, like ethics versus following the rules mm-hmm. you know i mean all these people they follow their own rules and i mean i was just chatting with charles recently and um i have moved on from being angry about the changes made with movie pass to just being fascinated with what's happening and how it's affecting people and i'm i'm just trying to delve in and understand all the ins and outs of it um but it's a very similar thing where their their practices are meant to screw over the customers that <laughs> that want to use it to its full extent. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, like like for instance, YouTube sent out an email to its like like people who work for the company and everything like that saying, "Hey, these new ads that we're generating are for people who use uh, YouTube specifically for music. Mm-hmm. If you are listening to music pretty consistently on this, we're going to send you more ads to annoy you into getting YouTube red. Right. That is like almost mm-hmm. verbatim what the email said. It's Which like, is probably this is... why I see so many ads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, I use an ad blocker. 
Which so how does that work? So pretty much it blocks the ads. Uh, it takes the <laughs> wow. It takes the codes out, <laughs> the code from the ads out. So like if you have like video ads or like photo ads, anything like that, it tries to take them out. They still whitelist some companies like Facebook pays in to like still have their ads up and everything like that. But like YouTube, it cuts out all the ads, which is super super nice. Or what's another big offender that I run into constantly? Um, let's, let's just stay with that. Yeah, YouTube is like the worst. So but an ad, ad, blo- yeah, ad blocker. An ad okay. blocker. And just use it. I mean, like, the problem with that is that, specifically with YouTubers who are making that a living, using an ad blocker means that they do not make money off of myself. So they're creating content and not making money off of it, which is problematic. Um, but I, I mean, like, it's a tenth of a cent that they get off of me. But still, that is enough people doing that is money that they're going to be losing. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's it's That's hard. Right. It's like, not going to go away. No. It's only well, going to get worse. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, some of the more um, we'll call them the more successful YouTubers, um, higher end, you know, millions of viewers kind mm-hmm. of thing. They they actually get paid by sponsors to make their own ads, mm-hmm. and yeah. I'm all about that. I mean, uh, Film Riot's one of the best about it. They they make they make bits happen and they kind of do their own comedy and yeah. they're like hey we're going to pay the bills here real quick everyone and they pitch a product and you're like okay great and they make like a little short film around them exactly. pitching the product and i would i would love that to happen preferable. more often that's what howard stern does mm-hmm. and a, a lot of uh, you know podcasters do that and i think that's honestly like ad reads i love i would this. rather hear that than a like uh, an actual commercial. commercial. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I would. We're not far off from that happening in podcasts too, where yeah. you know we're just talking and suddenly it's <laughs> Clorox, blah blah blah, you know. Like, Which fun fact? Today's sponsor is in fact Clorox. Clorox, you bleach my sh- butt, butt, butthole. <laughs> Are you going bridesmaids? Oh my with god. This? <laughs> 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 There's such a great outtake with all the different ad libs that Maya Rudolph and Kristen Wiig <laughs> did about their bleached assholes <laughs> on Bridesmaids. Mm-hmm. It's like hilarious. Let's, let's do the lines from every single one oh, while we're gosh. doing this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess that's my, my sponsor of the week because uh, um, uh, this week we're going to be doing Six Degrees and our sponsor is going to be Clorox, I guess. Sure. Hopefully. Why not? Sponsor us. Thank you. Thank you, I Clorox. Just that off the top of my head. Uh, the head of... I use the wipes on the counter and like in the bathroom and stuff on the counters and toilets, but I don't put bleach in my laundry. That's in case cool. anyone was wondering about. Um. That. So we do have our uh, we do have a comment in the the comment section that oh. I would like to to uh, say out loud. Does uh, it Michael, say you guys suck? It says Michael, <laughs> you're you're a babe. You are a babe. And I love you. Aw, uh, love you too, Ben. Aw, look at that. Well, thank you. Um, if you guys would like, you are very welcome to um, <laughs> post comments in there, and we'll uh, we'll chat with you, our audience. But anyways, we're going to get into six degrees of separation. Now, we're, mm. we're doing this quite a bit differently than we've done before in the past. Right, gentlemen? Yes, indeed. That is correct. We're gonna, that is we're correct. We're going to try something. Bear with us. It's episode 50. A lot of new things are coming your way. But this week, we are going to be playing against each other. Oh, man. Dun, dun, dun. All right, so here's what we're going to do. We have a cup. Battle. We have a coffee mug here with okay. a bunch of celebrity names in it. Okay. And we're going to draw two names and connect those two people. Now, hopefully, we won't get two people that are in the same movie, but we'll see what happens. Okay? Who wants to draw first? All right. Um, Michael, draw first. Okay. There's the sound of the thing. Don't look. 
All right. So while while we're drawing, uh, the, the the rules of six degrees of separation is you need to know the name of the actor, you need to know the name of the movie, and you need to connect the two actors that we choose out of this mug in six degrees or less. Now we're playing against each other. Let me grab that second name. Who'd you get? I got... Yes. Say it. Say the name. Into the cup. No. I got... Mr. Kevin Spacey. Kevin, oh, Kevin Spacey. Spacey. Yeah. All right, we got Kevin Spacey, and the second name is to Patrick Stewart. Patrick, Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze. <laughs> Learn to read. Do I you saw have a your, sw- you have your glasses on. Everyone can see. Patrick, Patrick Swayze. I was like, I didn't Swayze. put Patrick Stewart in there. Patrick okay. Swayze. Okay. okay. Kevin Spacey to Patrick Swayze. Spacey to Swayze. Swayze, so, Swayze. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a five-minute break, yes, and we are going to battle each other and see who comes up with the connection first. Okay. All right. And uh, while we do that, we are going to take a quick little break. All right. All right. Hi, and we're back. Hi, everyone. Hello. So, I, we, Joel solved it. Oh, my God, I am the winner. He is. He is quite a winner. Yes. And a babe, too, by the way. Yeah, Ben, what up? Like, you you, get, you call these guys good looking, <laughs> but not me, whatever. It's, it's all good. I'm. He's, he's the one who took his clothes off in our... Cover art. I painted you like Pinocchio. Just remember that. So anyways. Alright. So okay, before <laughs> before we continue, we need to know what, what you got. Okay. So Patrick Swayze. Okay. This is four degrees. Patrick Swayze was in Ghost with Whoopi Goldberg. That was who, where I went as well. Who was in Sister Act with Kathy and Jimmy. Okay. Who was in Hocus Pocus with Thora Birch, mm-hmm. who was in American Beauty with Kevin Spacey. Okay, Dang. that was a pretty good one. Well done, well done. I was I was kind of stuck in the Lion King thing, and I was trying to figure out a way to link either James Earl Jones or Jonathan Taylor Thomas to Kevin Spacey. Yeah, and I couldn't. I have couldn't make no it. idea. That's what... the obscure pile. Your pile. Okay, is, this is your okay. Pile. That's the pile I want. This pile. Yeah. So you guys draw <laughs> in. All right. Oh, I got to draw one too because I have to do the first line. Oh. Okay. Oh, you get the first line, huh? Do you, do you have it memorized, Joel? Do you need? No, you need but I'll look at it. Okay, so so we found a scene here. <laughs> okay, that uh, that Charles and I, since we did not win, we lost. Um, we are going to to read this scene. Can I be the Terminator? Uh, sure. Okay. Sure. So it's from Terminator Two. I'm going to read the first line. Uh, I'll be playing the part of Sarah. Now, sh- are we revealing our celebrities? Or no, we, we're no, gonna, no, we, we, we want, have to guess. We want okay. you guys to guess as well. Okay, here's the first line. Um, keep it under 65. We don't want to get pulled over. <laughs> okay, I know who, exactly who that is, and it's not as... Keep the scene going. Okay. Come on, come on. Come on. No, wait, crap. I can't do this. Uh, uh, no, shit, I can't do it. Go. Affirmative. Oh, God. No, no, no. You, you gotta listen to the way people talk. You don't say, like, affirmative or some shit like that. You say, no problemo. And if someone comes off to you with an attitude, you say, eat me. And if you want to shine them on, it's hasta la vista, baby. 
I should have no fuck. I can't do the voice. God damn it! I I should have Vista, baby. Yeah. Or uh, later, dickwad. Or if someone gets upset, you say, "Chill out," like that. Uh, you can do combinations. Oh, oh, chill out. I did like four different <laughs> fucking things this time. I'm that's so pissed. That's great. I'm See, so you, pissed you, about this one. You're getting it. Oh, I lost it. No problemo. Um, so mine was supposed to be Adam Sandler. I know. You should have kept going. Why'd you stop? <laughs> because it was fucking terrible. It, I knew who you were doing. I know. I'm, I'm sure I you didn't guess know. who I was doing as well. Like Christopher Walken. You were yeah. doing Bobcat Goldthwait. Bobcat Goldthwait, Christopher Walken, Adam Sandler. I would love to see that version of Terminator, actually. That would be great. That's really fun, yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that was a good scene. I like that fun. scene a lot. Thanks, man. Thank you for winning, Joel, and making us do that. Of course. All right, so we've got ourselves a something random disco, right? <gasps> yes, we do. Okay, so I have a wonderful discovery. Well, do, you, do we want to explain what we do first? So something random disco, for those who don't know, um, every time we make a new discovery with an app, a game, a TV show, a, an album, anything. A house cleaning a food, item. A like restaurant. Clorox. Clorox bleach on your butthole. <laughs> wow, or not that, <laughs> or not. Um, but we share that in something random, something random disco. Yes. Um, so a little quick backstory for you all, our listeners and viewers, um, about me. I am a little tiny bit of a teenage mutant into turtles geek. Just, just slightly into it. Um, into one specific Ninja Turtle um, who shares a name with me. Um, so it's Michelangelo Leonardo or what? Mikey. Yeah. <laughs> no, wait. So I. So can I? Can I? Before before you continue, continue. Uh, Contender. Contender. Uh, can I? I had somebody say their favorite Ninja Turtle this week was Ralph. <laughs> Ralph Al. Ralph. I like Ralph. Oh, that hurts my heart. Yeah. It's Raph. They have. They all have short names. Short versions of their names. There's Raph. There's Donnie. There's Mikey. And there's Leo. Yeah. Um. So Mikey is the one with the orange mask and with the nunchucks. What? And no. I've had three Ninja Turtle themed birthday parties. Anywho, uh, last Friday. <laughs> he party. has a giant human-sized Michelangelo sitting in I do. His... Wait, is it Michelangelo? It's like, yeah. It's oh, like it is. Two yeah. Thirds, two-thirds life-size. Um, maybe like, that is actual. Goes up to my chin or so. Maybe that's a turtle size. It might be. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe they're shorter than we actually think they are. Yeah, exactly. But not they're... the Michael Bay version. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> so um, I got the game Injustice for PS4, Injustice mm-hmm. 2, um, and partially because I love battling DC characters against each other, and also because I found out they were releasing a fighter pack with the Ninja Turtles, and I was so excited. Bought it the second I saw it and, and downloaded it and discovered it. I was like, oh, shoot, I can only play as Leonardo. And it was so frustrating. Mm, mm, okay, um, yeah. And but you know, I still played it, still level them up and yada yada. And I recently discovered, like two days ago, in my inventory that I've been acquiring as leveling up is a pair of nunchucks. And I was like, oh well, let's equip that. And suddenly I became Michelangelo. And it was incredibly exciting. So I found out that if you just equip the right weapon, you can play as any of the Ninja Turtles, and I am thrilled. <gasps> Get out of the city. What? That's great. Yeah. What? Yeah. And That's and incredible. I gave him I gave him a pair of uh, white headphones that uh, 
he wears while he's fighting, and it's hilarious. Um, I got to ask you, what else do you have on your PS4? What other games do you have? What other games? Um, when I got the PS4, I bought Grand, uh, Theft, Auto. Grand Theft Auto 5. Lego four, Dimensions. 4. Lego Dimensions. 5. That's 5. <laughs> you got 5. I got 5. Lego Dimensions 5 as well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, Lego Dimensions 6. Come on. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. Uh, so Lego Dimensions, I also got uh, Minecraft and Minecraft? I thought that was a kid's game. Minecraft is fucking incredible. You shut your damn mouth. I don't sir. know anything about it except that it's for Minecraft kids. Minecraft is a very creative game. Oh. And um, a lot of a lot of kids don't like playing with stakes, so there there's a there's a night there's a survival mode and like a meat stakes? Mode. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> you, you actually can get stakes in the game, oh, um, but uh, so there's creative mode where you can fly around. You have unlimited resources. You can just build whatever you can imagine. Oh. That's more so the kids' version. Okay. Um, uh, most adults like to play it in survival mode mm. because the sun goes down and suddenly zombies and skeletons are okay. attacking you, and and so you have to build shelter and you have to light the inside of your shelter so they don't spawn in there and and so there's and in order to get supplies and materials you have to find them okay. and that's why it's called okay. minecraft because you actually mine for gotcha. it um so no that it is a bit of a misnomer a misunderstanding the reason i asked is because um seth our friend seth friend of the podcast uh got a playstation 4 this week or this past week a little over a week ago and um my disco this week is a game that he bought for me which was back to the future oh yes that's right now he the reason he bought it is because he play, he likes god of war okay? right and i've never gotten into those um what do you what do you call them like one player single player Single player games. I just, I've never gotten, I, I don't like single player <laughs> games. And so I just never got into them like with Zelda or any of them. Mm -hmm. I just didn't get into them. Um, I mean, the closest thing was Super Mario, I guess. And, um, but he got me this one, which is a single player game. And because I know all the characters and, you know, plot points and things like that it You're is actually connected. interesting and fun mm. it's kind of like monopoly i don't like monopoly either i said seth if you can find a back to the future monopoly which probably exists then i'll play it but have you so you you have liked the game so yeah far? I've, I've i've only played it a few hours there's six or seven like episodes, episodes yeah and i've only played the first one but i've played it probably a total of a couple hours and it's it's fun so far so so i'd also like to say shout out to cody in the the facebook chat who says he loves minecraft because it's fucking amazing and he owns on everything i pretty much do as well i have it on ps4 the switch i had it on my phone um and on my computer yeah i had it on my phone until the switch and now i have a portable one at the, yeah. switch, the only so. thing I, see the only thing i knew about minecraft was that my like my nephews played it and people that I work with kids has played it so I didn't <laughs> that's all I knew about it right? it is it is hella fun and and talking about your you know fandom that's why I like Lego Dimensions so much is uh -huh. because of all the mashup storylines that happen so it's it's just a big hodgepodge of different Batman uh, meets Homer Simpson Batman Homer Simpson um, <laughs> Batman. Gandalf is there okay. um, Wild Style from Doctor the Lego Who. movie Doctor Who hangs out with Scooby-Doo yeah and so to, to be sitting in Middle Earth and being shot at by LexCorp robots is just exciting to me. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. And I also have Uncharted 4. I haven't played Uncharted 1 through 3, so I haven't, uh, haven't gotten into that just yet. Um, Disco. Disco. Oh, what yes. You, what you got? I, 
I discovered a game as well. Yes. Um, it's, we all got games this week. Yeah. Woo. So so mine was... Um, we didn't even discuss this. The Room Old Sins. Now, have you guys played... Okay, it's not like The Room. Not, no, no, I know. It's not... You're tearing me up. Charles, oh, yeah. hi Mark. So it's not—it's not based off the room. It's—it's it's like an escape room game, right? So the whole premise of this entire series is like you are in the space. You have to solve puzzles to get out of the space. Okay. But it has a very like deep uh, Lovecraftian feel to it. Like especially okay. in the first game, you start opening up this this puzzle, like this little box that you have. You open it up more and more, and you start realizing there's more inside this box than should be possible. Mm-hmm. And then you start realizing that the room that you're in starts slowly disappearing, and like all these other cool things. This is the fourth game in that series that just came out. I didn't realize that it had come out, and it's absolutely fantastic. So if you like solving uh, like solving puzzles or like yeah. being in puzzle rooms, anything like that. I highly recommend it. It's so much fun. It's five bucks on your cell phone, um, and it's it, it's so so interesting. The entire series. I, I think the first game is ninety nine cents right now. It's great. Nice. Highly recommend it. And cool. Is it only on iPhones. Or I think there's Androids, Android well? and there's also it's all on PC now too. Nice. Yeah, it's great. Nice. Great, Smart. great game. Cool man. Yeah. Dig it. Good stuff. Yeah. So um, we also, gentlemen, we mm-hmm. had a question, a second question from one of our audience members, and I'm super excited to read this off. Hi, guys. I am a stand-up comedian with severe anxiety. I just bombed hard last weekend, and my anxiety is making me feel like it's the end of the world. Do you have any advice for me to get my ass back on the stage? Gentlemen, do you have any? Stage anxiety is a real thing. It is. And it is tough, um, mm-hmm. especially as comedian. And we had a we had a stand up comedian um, last year on, yeah. on the show, and and we talked at length about this. Um, just just the fact that because I I don't have as much of a problem when I'm singing, dancing, or acting, because there's something to hide behind still. Um, there's yeah. there's that fourth wall that. Um, that keeps you safer. Right. It's it's still it's still putting yourself out there. But stand up comedy, anything where you're actually yourself being put out there, it's like this is just me and my jokes. I can't hide behind a character. That is tough. And I haven't been in that scenario, so I don't have much that I can say about that other than, you know, um, just fucking do it. Just do it. And just do you know, it. Picture your audience naked. Don't do that. Um, that is the my, worst. My dad. That's the worst thing. My dad in you his get a public speaking class in either high school or college <laughs> opened his speech with that. He said, I'm, I'm told that, uh, you know, to be less nervous, you have to picture your audience naked. And then he stood there and went. Nice. <laughs> nice. Um, he just said nice like 35 times in the yeah. class. Um, but yeah, that's that's terrible advice. I mean, like. People, people naked? It's just like if you just saw a theater of naked people, that would be fucking frightening. I don't know. I mean, it just it just symbolizes that they're as vulnerable as you are, I guess. Yeah, that's that's what it means. A theater full of naked people. <sighs> what if you didn't know that they were going to be naked beforehand? Okay, it's that like would a be surprise. a surprise. <laughs> yeah, they all decided to Curtain fuck with opens. you. Ah. Yeah. Hi, everyone. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't think that would make me more comfortable. But yeah. I, I, I've said to picture people eating, eating because they're not concentrating on you; they're concentrating on their meal. Okay, okay. I dig good. that. Yeah, that makes that, that makes better. more sense. Like, obviously, unless I mean you're on the stage, and if you're 
doing stand-up comedy. You're the, the, the one person on stage. Depending on where you're at, though, there's a lot of people who don't even give a fuck. And there are yeah. a lot of people who are eating at yeah. certain comedy places. Yeah, they don't, they're not watching you. They're probably, like, there's probably, like, four people who are watching you, and they probably went, oh, they're probably drunk as fuck. Yeah. They probably forgot you by now. And if they're eating, you know, you might you might wake them up with the, with one of your jokes. They're just like, oh, that's funny. How was yeah, that, you, that again? You, you got to make them pay attention to you. <laughs> as far as anxiety and getting over it, I think um, my thing is, is I've, I've only performed a couple times, like, as myself. Right. And I... I went on this show called The Drunken Bachelor Talk Show and I did impressions and I felt that I didn't do very well. I mean, they laughed at me and stuff, but like it's I felt like I could have done better and it made me want to do it again and it made me want to get up there more. So, it I think if you're going the other way, maybe it's not for you, but yeah. I could be wrong. Um cuz I think that um in my life, failure, not even necessarily failure, but being unsuccessful makes me want to try harder and do it again. And, and I can say that with painting or anything. There's definitely that first so, wall you gotta you got to get through to just to see if you can do it. And because you're not going to have a great show every show. You're going to exactly. bomb every once in a while. Exactly. And if you can't take that and it makes you anxious, then... Fail upwards. That's the, yeah. that's the goal. And what's up, Brandon? Thanks for saying hey. Um, <laughs> Brando Vando? Yeah, Brando Vando. Theater full of naked people. Worst flash mob ever. That's what he said. <laughs> it, it, it's it's flash it's a, mob. I get it. That's good. It's funny. Oh, man. Or is it the best flash mob uh, ever? Best flash mob? Because yeah. it's the most literal flash mob. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I agree with both of you guys. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't have anything else to add. Except for maybe, um, I don't think that anxiety is a problem i think if you're you could use your anxiety to power yourself a little bit more that's what i do when i get super anxious um so try to find that energy within your anxiety and i found in theater at least that if you're not feeling some level of anxiety you're doing something wrong mm. that's with most things most things you if know. you're if you don't feel uncomfortable in a situation you're not in the right situation yeah and anxiety is a natural response to danger which you know public speaking is statistically feared more than death by most people <laughs> no joke like most people actually are more afraid to get up and talk to people than they are to die so which yeah, is so strange to me. Gotta face your fears, stare them down. So, anyways, yeah, that's it. That's that was that was a good way to end that that bit right there. Indeed, indeed. So, Joel, we've got a new bit that you wanted to play with. All right, listen, I I I'm ready. We're gonna try a new thing, okay? So we have we've done a couple things to tag the end of the show with right. making a movie and how it shan't have ended. <laughs> how it shan't. I love that. Yeah. How it shan't have ended. And that is what we're calling it from now on. Oh, good. Did I just rename yes, it? I love that. I shall say shan't. It's <laughs> um, great. And I wanted to bring a new thing here. I have an idea called recast, right. which is okay. where we take any movie um, or TV show. We can do TV shows as well. And just put a new twist of a cast on it. And I think this is totally fun. And it's just kind of fun to play with. I see people do it online all the time where they re- they cast their friends in shows and stuff like that. So I hate. why not cast actors in, um, and play with that? So, so when anyway. you when you see those situations where people cast their friends and things, do you think that they're actually the good roles for them? Do you, I think it's it not. Re- I think it's they're just doing it for fun. You know, it's just yeah. for fun. It's I, I, I apparently don't have fun. So. Oh. Or do you not have friends? 
mean, there might be a little bit of both. Oh, oh, snap. Anyway, so I picked a movie that um, many people are familiar with to start this off, and I went with Clue the movie. Um, lots of fun roles. Um, I think most people are familiar with at least the characters from the game or whatever. And so I'm going to I'm going to list these off and tell me what you guys think. So Wadsworth, originally played by Tim Curry, I right. thought it would be fun to have Neil Patrick Harris. Ooh. He's got a lot of energy. Okay. He's good at hosting things. He sure is. And he can be a little slimy, as you've seen in Lemony Snicket, mm-hmm. the new show. And um, I just thought that would be great for him. I'd love to see him do it. I dig it. Um, okay. I, I dig yeah. that. Let's look. At, yes. Yes. Is there anybody else that you would cast in that role? Me? Yeah. I mean, probably a couple people, but I, I thought Neil Patrick Harris was perfect because he's got the he can command a room, I think, mm-hmm. and he's he's quick on his feet. And I think Tim Curry pulled that off in the first film, made it look like he was making some stuff up as he went along. And I think Neil Patrick Harris could, you know, he's hosted the Tonys and I think the Emmys or something else, and always does well with yeah. that. So it's kind of the same thing. Um, what do you guys think? Who do you think? Anybody else? Uh, you know, I agree I've, with it. I've got a I've got a full cast idea that okay. I want to pitch oh, after right, you're done. Right, yeah, right. yeah. Um, I might need to borrow that card, by the way, because okay. I don't know all the characters as well as you do. So I want to throw in. Okay, so Mrs. Peacock, who's mm-hmm. one of my favorite characters in the show, in the movie, and in the show, I had to cast my favorite actress of all time, Laurie mm-hmm. Metcalf, because I really do think she would be great at that. I, you know what? Honestly, that'd be pretty. She pretty would good. be. She would be great. Um, she's got the. She's got that. Uh, nervous thing going yeah. on. You've seen it in Scream 2 and in Roseanne, mm-hmm. on Roseanne and even in Lady Bird and um, I think that would be, I think she'd be the best for that. Do you think she just gets st- uh, like typecast as the, the, the nervous actress? Um, not necessarily, but she just does it well. So, yeah. you know, I think okay. that's part of it. Um, she definitely wasn't nervous in Misery when she was. <laughs> uh, yeah. But uh, Mr. Green, okay, you're going to like this. It was between two people and I went with Brett McKenzie over Jermaine Clement. But... Ah, uh, uh, really? Yeah, really, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think he would... Um, there, there's got to be someone that's not American. Right. And he's super funny. And I think he's... Um, he's he's Like, he's confident on Flight of the Concords, but he's, like, kind of fumbly and curious enough that he could... I think that would... I think it'd be a great role for him. I think, yeah. I dig that. I mean, I, I would cast Jermaine Clement over... Brett always usually mm-hmm. yeah just because I feel like he's just a much better actor I, I think he is too I went with Brett just because he seemed a little less okay like sure of himself I guess what about okay <laughs> can we go can we go <laughs> but little, I could go either way on that one can we go a little bit further and still go uh the flight of the Concords route and go Riz, Riz Darby, Darby. Uh, you know that that came to my mind came to my mind I wouldn't be against it. I think Riz is a little too caric- much of a caricature. Did you see the episode of, of, <laughs> of um, X-Files with him in it? No. Um, where he played the anti-werewolf creature? So no. he played a creature that got bit by a man. I think you man told me about it, yeah. And got turned into a man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so he's like, hi, I'm a human being now. I Look at me. I wouldn't be, are weird. I wouldn't be opposed to seeing Riz Darby in that role either. Um, I just thought Brett McKenzie... Something about okay, him. Mike, Michael McKeon played him in the movie and um, oh yeah, yeah, kind of nailed it. Okay, Mrs. White. Now I had to get kind. I had to go kind of pick a, you know, a quote unquote airhead kind of a girl. Um, so I went with Mila Kunis. <laughs> Um, I, I love Mila Kunis. I like Mila Kunis a lot. The problem is, that anytime I hear her voice, all I think of is Meg. Yep. But um, 
a close second choice was Sofia Vergara, but I went with Mila Kunis. All right, airhead, airhead character. <laughs> I, I mean, it doesn't have to be an airhead, but it, Mrs. White. Okay. But if there was an airhead in the first movie, it was probably Madeline Kahn as, right. as Mrs. White. You know, she, not even airhead, just kind of like, you know, flames on the side of my face, just like which is one of the best lines in movie history. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I don't know. I dig it. I dig it. You feel on that one? Yeah. Are you sure. picking up what I'm putting down? I'm picking oh, yeah. up what you're putting okay. down. Okay. This next one you might not know. For Professor Plum, I went with Shy McBride. Do you know who Shy McBride is? No idea. He was in, um, you probably know him if you saw him. If you if you watch the show Pushing Daisies, he was yeah. in that. He was, was, he's the bald guy. Oh, the yeah. The black guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's great. And he is so funny. And he's got that monotone humor, you know? And he's just like. He plays the perfect straight detective. Yes. And I think that would be perfect. That's a. That's a that's, it's such a good And character. it's a little polar opposite of Christopher Lloyd, which is kind of why I went there. Yeah. So I thought that would work. I dig that. I, yeah. like, I like how with these, you're not necessarily making the characters the same. Yeah. I don't want someone that looks like Christopher Lloyd or whatever. So kind of going a different Is route. there an actor nowadays that kind of looks like Christopher Lloyd? Uh, Jim Parsons? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Ugh. I just thought of the first skinny guy I could think I'm, of. Now I'm, now I'm picturing Jim Parsons when he's a lot older and... Trying to wonder if he would. Okay, let's talk about that. Let's him. let's just jump into that really quick. Uh, <laughs> have you really thought about like how actors, like the young actors nowadays, are going to look when they're older? Like, think about Jennifer Lawrence. What is she going to look like? Oh man, well, I can't picture her like, as anything but current Jennifer Lawrence. Well, and <laughs> and one great example is Carrie Fisher. Like you can you can still see older Carrie Fisher, and you can you can still tell that it's her. Mm-hmm. Hardcore, but right. like. Um, n- looks nothing like um, original Star Wars. Yeah. I don't know. There might be advances that are enough in the future that people That's look true. almost exactly. I mean, Christy Brinkley looks freaking amazing, and she's almost seventy. So. I'm, I'm same watching... thing with Elvira. Elvira looks the Cassandra same. Cassandra Peterson. She... She's coming to Estes Park. I want to go. She looks like she's the same age for the past thirty goddamn years. Yeah. Uh, Kristen Bell is a vampire. Kristen Bell is a vampire, <laughs> and Nick Cage. Yes. Have you seen the, the 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 photos of Nick Cage from like the 1800s? There was apparently like a. Like oh a, yeah 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 yes yeah yes. who looks this guy looks exactly like Nick Cage and it's like all right Nick Cage the vampire. Um, speaking of Christopher Lloyd, I did want to mention he was he was on Roseanne this past week, which was hilarious. He played their mother's uh, boyfriend and he was <laughs> hilarious. Also, Superior Donuts, that show I watched with Judd Hirsch, you know, right. he was on Taxi, and he totally threw out a Taxi reference, and if you had blinked, you had missed it. He was taking a driving test, and uh, he threw out a Christopher Lloyd throwback to Taxi, and he goes, what does a yellow light mean? Which is an old reference from Taxi. Anyway, I, th- I thought I'd throw that out there. <laughs> That's cool story. Nobody probably knows what I'm talking about. Okay, Miss Scarlet, great new comedian that I am in love with. She is hilarious. Tiffany Haddish. I love Tiffany Haddish so much. She would much. be a phenomenal Miss Scarlet because she's got, she's, uh, she, she again, she's kind of like, she can command a room. Not necessarily that Miss Scarlet needs to do that, but I think one of the characters has to be a little more dominant, and I think she could do that. Um, God, and she's funny, and she's, um, she's, she's, she's so talented. good. She's super talented. She, have you have you read any of her book yet? You know, I haven't. It's on it's on uh, audiobook. Does she read it by her? Okay, yeah. great. Oh, yeah, I gotta it's do so that. perfect. I gotta do that. I've read. Uh, I've listened to the first chapter, and I'm like, this is this is amazing. <laughs> and my last one, Colonel Mustard, Edward James Olmos. <laughs> He's a little older, uh-huh. but. I would. I, that's that's who I. Had I to love. With. I love classic Edward James Olmos. Yeah, 
And uh, he is he is older now. He's in his seventies, yeah. I think. You need this. I, I would love that if I may. Yeah. Characters. Um, I loves me some Edward James almost, and I think that uh, I think he, that would be another sort of commanding thing that he could, or a commanding person that could rule the room if need be. All right, Michael, what do you got? Okay. I, I am so glad that you started because okay. it really solidified my idea. And okay. you can take this seriously or I'm gonna the be as I'm gonna opposite be, right. direction. So wait, but the, should we choose characters? Am I going to be serious and you're going to be like completely different direction? See, this is my serious. Like, I would love to actually see this yeah. movie. And and that's why I wanted to pitch this. Because Got it. Okay. It, it could go either way. Let's, let's hear it. So my idea is to take the cast of the Avengers okay. and put them all into Clue. And okay. so, so so you solidifying your picks really helped me. Right. So I'm just going to rapid fire this. Right. Um, Wadsworth would be Chris Evans, uh, Captain America. Done. Miss Peacock, Kobe Smulders. Uh, Mr. Green, uh, based on based on what you said, would be uh, Chris Hemsworth. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Mrs. White is going to be um, Scarlett Johansson. Great. Uh, <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Professor Plum uh, will go with Cumberbatch, Doctor Strange. Uh, Bingle okay. Buns, Crinkle Snatch. <laughs> Bingle Buns, Crinkle Snatch. <laughs> Miss Scarlet Elizabeth Olsen, because she's Scarlet in both now. It's great. And oh. <laughs> Colonel Mustard, probably played by Thanos. Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin, thank you. <laughs> oh, okay, I forgot. Yeah. No, cool, RD, no RDJ? I, I don't know. He could be I mean, Mr. Body. Okay. Because oh, I didn't yes. cast Mr. Body. That would be very I fitting. I just did the seven principles. Based on what we've been talking about. And he would be great. because the Avengers trailer. Yeah, everything. he would be great. Yeah. Can I say that knowing the Russo brothers, who mm-hmm. directed the Avengers film, who also directed a lot of community, who also directed a lot of um, Arrested Development, mm-hmm. making Avengers 4 clue, like verbatim, but with the Avengers, <laughs> makes so much goddamn sense. That would be amazing. It could happen. Okay, so like... That wasn't a bad idea. All right, and we're at the end here, and I kind of want to talk about Avengers because we didn't really talk about it very much. I don't know if we should. It's too soon. We're live. I don't know. Okay, we're gonna. No, I think everyone that cares about it is. Yeah. Seen it. Okay, so we're gonna. Don't we're you? gonna. I want to talk so about. So this is your spoiler alert. So our, our audio engineer has not seen it. You've oh, you not have seen it? it. So how are we gonna play this? Okay, Peyton, walk out of. The, okay, are you gonna do that? I'll I'll do I'll do one of these hand signals. He's plugging his ears. I'll do the Kermit the Frog, and then once you do that. Now wait um, a minute. He care you care about it and you haven't seen it yet. Then you're just a, well. He has school. Yeah. Okay, I got you. Okay. Yeah. So, anyways, so, <laughs> right. um, so la 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 la. Okay, so we're talking spoilers here. Uh, this is the end of the podcast. We're just gonna talk about Avengers. Yeah, gonna go out. So if no you want to leave gonna... and you haven't seen it, leave now. This is your yes. spoiler alert warning yes, for indeed. Avengers. All right. So, Michael, what did you think? I thought it was a wonderful change from the format and the formula, and quite the gut punch to fans. Yes. Um, like. Just just a big middle finger to everyone who's, like, trying to predict what's going to happen okay. at the end. Oh, I thought so, you meant because it was, like... Can I? Can, can we spoil it for you? I'm not going to see it. Okay. Go ahead. Right. So the villain wins... <laughs> I'd the, have to see, like, 30 movies to understand it fully. Uh, Thanos, the villain, wins, and he kills off half the population of the universe. The entire universe. With a snap of his fingers. With a snap of his fingers. They all just dissolve into dust. Yeah. So it's... Whoa. Yeah. So, so he, Spider-Man dies. Uh, Black Panther dies. Spider-Man dies. Black Panther. What? Everyone. Okay. Everyone except for the original Avengers. Oddly enough, um, hmm. the Hulk, Captain America, Iron Man, 
That's like worse Black than Widow, when Spock betrayed Thor. Kirk on Star Trek Five. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and so it's it's very much a setup for a new movie. Like yeah. it, it, okay, um, but just just excellent though. I would I would have to say overall because they've because hmm. they've really put so much thought into putting the characters together. How did he kill Spider Man? With, he fingers. turned into dust, and he that did. was the saddest bit, by the way. Mr. Stark, I don't feel so good. And then he's like, goes away. So, but I, I can I can I also just say, though, that um, it doesn't matter that any of those people died because they're going to come back to life. They're going to come back. But the theory is they are? that somebody has to play a sacrificial role for that to happen yeah. because of because of the concept of the soul stone and a soul for a soul type thing. Still, um, it, it still makes it so that the stakes aren't really real because they killed off people who have movies scheduled in the next few I years. Know. That was the weird thing. I was like, there's a Black Panther movie coming out. How, why did they kill the Black Panther? But I mean, like, that's that's the problem that I have with it. I guess if, you'll have to find out. If it was a standalone movie and they actually took the initiative to kill off half the universe, that would have been incredible. But the fact that we know that there's going to be a Spider-Man movie, we know that all these things are going to happen very, very soon after the next Avengers movie yeah. means that it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter. And it they're going does to does matter though. And and it matters because <laughs> Sorry, I had a thought here and I finish lost it. it. Fucking finish oh it. Or I'm gonna jump on it. No pressure. Um no, it, it matters because they they didn't just tie everything up with a neat little bow like every other Avengers movie. True. You know, it, it wasn't Oh well, the bad guy lost, and this little thing changed, and this person's gonna come back in the next movie. <laughs> but I mean, they—it's kinda... like what the hell is going to happen? You know, everyone is is talking. Well, everyone's upset first of all, but everyone's talking about what's gonna happen next, and that's so rare with these superhero movies. Right. That's. I just uh, here's I I really hope I I trust the Russo brothers. They make some great content. Um, I trust them into creating an interesting story. They actually went on record to say that mm, this movie and the next movie are not based off of comic books at all. They just wanted to tell their own story. That's awesome. And I think that's really cool. Um, However, they set it up for all the original adventures to die, to be the sacrificial lambs, all of them, so that they don't have to have them in the movies anymore because they're super expensive to have. Oh yeah, well, and and I feel like at least Robert and isn't that Chris stupid? Evans why don't they are... make another movie? I, what is they that? are the Avengers four. No, I mean, why movie. don't they not make a comic book movie? If that sounds silly to me, I don't, I don't understand that. That doesn't make sense to me. Yep. But it's, it's we 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 want to make comic book movies, but we don't want to put the the people that play them right, in the movie. Right. Well, then you're well, freaking retarded. And in the comics, Sorry. in the comics, <laughs> both the Avengers and the Justice League are revolving door groups. Yeah. You know, they, and people play different roles. Like there's different Spider-Man. There's yeah. different. Yeah. Yeah. There's so, a female Captain America in the comic books um, who takes up the mantle. Um, yeah. Yeah. It happens. And I mean, I would like to see that. I would like to see like some of the, the more minor characters jump on in. I agree. And I agree. It, it wouldn't just be a bunch of uh, white dudes. It should be okay right. with moving, me. Moving things along. And Thor Ragnarok was the first time that they really moved things along. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see a live action Little Mermaid. They're making one. But Mulan's first, right? Yeah, I don't know. So we are out of spoiler land now, I guess. We're not talking about the Avengers anymore. Come but on, we you are, can, you can are listen now. Wrapping he already up. listened to the entire thing. Oh, jeez. It's his Dude, fault. He could have walked out of the freaking room. We gave you the heads up. 
You had more than enough time. Right. It's okay. Are you are you sad? Are you gonna cry about it? He's He's he is. He's crying right now, gentlemen. Okay. Well, we better get back there and console him. Anyways, folks, thank you so much for listening to our dumb faces for the last hour or so. And watching. And watching. If you watch. On on Facebook Live. Good to have you on the live feed. Now, listen, if you're new and this is your first time, you got to write to us. You got to write us emails, whatever. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Tell us what we should do. Tell us what we shouldn't do. We are here for you. We're doing it for you guys, so you got you to gotta give us this information. What's we our made e- this what's for our e- you. What's our email address? Our email address is podcast at somethingrandommedia.com. Or you can find us on social media at Something Random on everything except for Twitter, which is just S-M-T-N-G-R-N-D-M. But if you look up Something Random, you can find it there, too. Um, but I do want to do a few last-minute shout-outs. We had uh, uh, Jana saying, yo! Thank you, Jonna. Uh, Dandy said she just sent an emoji, so I can't really say what she said. It was just an emoji. So, Lieutenant Dan. So that, oh, was, that cool. was my Forrest Gump win. Anyways, everybody, <laughs> thank you so much for listening to the show. Thank Lieutenant you guys for Dan. watching to the show. Uh, we'll be back next week uh, with another fantastic episode. Uh, as we'll always, again. as always, I am your humble host, Charles Joseph Kelly, mm-hmm. and I am another <laughs> humble. Host Michael C. Macbeth. I am. Th- I've said this before. I am not humble. Okay. He owns so it. yeah. Like I am so like all about whatever. I don't know. That's a good story. Let's just tell it at parties. Joel. My name is Joel. <laughs> all right. Okay. Is this is that that's yeah, I it? Think that's that thing. That's the end. All right. And thank you so much for thank you so much for uh, watching. Holla. Bye. <laughs>